0: Hello and welcome back to After Whistle Sports Podcast. Um, I know we've taken a little bit of an extended break but uh, in the month of March there's a lot of stuff going on NFL draft. uh, We're going to get our college basketball March Madness content offloaded as well so uh, be on the lookout for that but today for this episode I'm joined by Derek and we're going to be doing a full uh, first round NFL mock draft for the upcoming uh, 2023 draft and we're doing this after the combine, so we have a lot more information on the prospects. There's been a lot of talk about what teams are going to do, and at least for me, this is a very big draft because the Chicago Bears are in prime position to reshape their roster with the number one overall pick. And so, let's just get started right away with that. Um, the Bears are on the clock, and as we're talking through this, we've also have a draft uh, posted up, and so be on the lookout. We might post. Our, our our final draft uh, on our Twitter. So if you're not following our Twitter at after Whistle Sports, um, definitely check it out. We're yes. very active on there. Um, let's just get right into it. Chicago Bears on the clock, uh, number one overall pick. Now, no one believes that the Bears will be drafting a player at this pick. Um, this is going to be a quarterback, and the Bears don't need a quarterback with Justin Fields. And so there's a few teams that we've talked about that have been kind of associated with this pick first uh the indianapolis colts have been long associated um they're a pick number four they have uh pick number 35 in the second round um and they have solid draft capital in 2024 and 2025 so derek what are the pros you think with with the colts here and then maybe if you can give me another team that could possibly want to move up for this pick
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Colts are a great trade partner. I mean, they've got the fourth overall pick. So even if the Bears trade down, they can still grab an elite prospect. Uh, I guess with the Jalen Carter news, maybe it's it's not as guaranteed that they'll get someone elite, but uh, certainly a great trade piece. They've also got a ton of future picks that the Bears would absolutely love to grab. Um, I guess on a, a couple of other teams, uh, Carolina, definitely looking to trade up. Um, They got a great defense and their offense looks pretty ascendant. So They'd love to grab a quarterback, and same with Houston. Um, so those are a couple of teams that would, would definitely want to trade up.
0: Now, I, I've also heard a lot um, of reports coming out recently that um, the Bears are looking to trade. If they were to trade with Houston, who is setting up the number two pick, then that trade would be done maybe even the next few weeks. Um, so you trade down to number two, Houston gets their top quarterback in the draft, and the Bears end up with picks from Houston – and the ability to trade down further in the draft come draft night. Um, do you think that this is the likely option for the Bears? And if so, what do you think the Bears can get from Houston to only move down one pick?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great question. Um, I guess the question, if you're a Bears fan or if you're a Bears GM, is do you want that Will Anderson type guy or do you want more first round picks and more future compensation To create a more well-rounded and better team in the long run and i'd say you want that second option you want a better team because you can compete further into the future so just looking at what the bears can trade down for um just going down to two i guess you could grab 33 I i don't know if you can grab 12 i think that's like a a big question i think that's like the best case scenario for a lot of bears fans but it's something that's definitely uh definitely a big question
0: now, when I, when I look at this trade, and again, we're going to focus in, I think, on the Texans to trade up first because from multiple reports, that's what we've been hearing. Not sure that's a smoke screen, but that is what we're hearing. But number two, uh, for sure. And now the question is, would the Bears prefer that pick 33, which is an early second? That's a great pick, right? Um, or would they maybe try to get one of the 2024 first-round picks that, Houston owns because they also own the Cleveland first round pick. Um, I don't think the Cleveland first round pick by itself would be enough um, for Houston to move up again, even though it's only one spot, that's the difference between getting your number one quarterback in the draft or maybe you run the risk of the Colts trading up and now your number one quarterback who you really wanted is on your division rival. And so I think what could happen here. And I don't think I've seen this thrown around that much. I could see number two, 65, and the Texans' 2024 first-round pick. I think that that's a lot of value, but um, I've seen that the Bears would want to get three first-round picks, and I don't think that's ever going to happen. But to me, this seems pretty pretty fair uh, for what you're getting. Maybe the Bears have to toss in a 2024 third or something like that to make it work, but... What do you think about this trade?
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely rich, and um, I think that's that's definitely a more fair trade with the Bears giving back that third because that Texans pick is most certainly going to be very valuable. Um, but yeah, I like that trade.
0: All right, we're gonna put this trade through, which means that the Texans are on the clock. Uh, they've officially jumped all the other teams: Colts, Panthers, Raiders, and getting the quarterback of their choice. I firmly believe that that is Bryce Young. Uh, we've heard a lot about. Uh, Other quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson, who was an animal at the combine, uh, ran a 4-4-4, set the quarterback records for long jump, broad jump. Um, I thought he did actually very well in in throwing drills as well. Uh, A lot of that talk, though, was towards C.J. Stroud, who just looked like a pro um, in all of those throwing drills, which I don't take as much stock in, but kind of aligns with what you see on tape. But this is Bryce Young. I know he only measured in at 5'10", which would be very small, uh, but he is bigger than kyler murray so we know it can work somewhat um and i I just think his processing uh the intangibles there is too much to to pass up here
1: yeah i I agree with that i think young is definitely the first quarterback off the
0: board great so it's bryce young off the board so now chicago's at the number two pick uh but at this point i think they also try to trade this one down Again, I believe that the first three picks, and we'll get into this later, I believe the first three picks will be quarterbacks. I believe that there are three elite quarterbacks in this class, maybe four. So the question is, who do you trade back with now? And in my opinion, I think the Indianapolis Colts have a guy they really want. And I think it's CJ Stroud.
1: Okay. No, I I like that. (laughs) the,
0: The question is, will the Colts want to trade up for Stroud? they're sitting there at four, I think they would. Because to me, Colts need a quarterback. They have a solid team. Um, They're not going after Lamar. They're not going after Rodgers in free agency. And I think Stroud is just perfect for that team. They loved him at the combine, loved his interview. This is going to be Stroud. And so when you're creating this trade here, Bears obviously giving out number two. Uh, Colts giving up number four. Um, and now this is interesting here because it's not just one pick to move up. This is two picks. Um, everything I've seen is going to be at least a 2024 20, first from the Colts, which could be a really strong pick as well. And I believe they give up 35. So a okay. second and a 2024 20, first to move up two spots. Now, do you think the Bears could get more?
1: uh I, I think it's questionable i mean i think it just depends on how much the colts fall in love with their guy um and if like you said uh they really love stroud i, I could see them throwing in another third round pick maybe but i think the margins are very thin and this seems like a fair trip
0: perfect so now we, we put the trade through colts are on the clock i've stated my case for cj stroud here um do you think they could possibly go richardson
1: Richardson would be really, really fun for the Colts. I imagine like a, a Jonathan Taylor-Richardson offense. But, I mean, given the way that uh, the Colts have played the quarterback position the past couple of years, I think they go with a safer option for sure in C.J. Stroud.
0: And I think he's going to be a great pro as well. I mean, I just saw in a recent mock draft that they had him going above Bryce Young, which and and they had the Colts trading up to number one to draft him. Damn. And so take that as you will. Obviously, some of these people who make the more – locked in draft mock draft video. Like they obviously have some information. Um, And from what I've heard, CJ Stroud is going to be the guy in the Colts. So we'll see where that takes you. But Cardinals are on the clock. Now this is another team. Um, You still have the two top defenders in the draft, but you also have Anthony Richards in there. And I hate to do this because this would be so weird to have three traded picks in the first round, but. I uh, I I think Oakland tries to jump up here for Richardson or the Panthers. One of those two.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that. But I mean, I, I just can't see Arizona passing up Will Anderson. I mean, it just seems like a, a natural pick at this point.
0: Yeah, it, it, I think it would depend on the offer. Will Anderson is maybe the best player in the entire draft. And for them to get him at three is, would do wonders for their team. Their team's terrible. Um <laughs> Yeah, I like that pick as Will Anderson. There, do we have any of his? He didn't test at the combine, did he? Um,
1: I don't. I don't think so. Let's let's see.
0: He's probably one of those guys who I he, we'll see him at the pro day at the Alabama pro day. But I do, I don't believe he he tested in all the drills at the combine.
1: So he did some of the drills. Ran a four six. Uh, measured him pretty well. All right, yeah, but, uh yeah, that's enough
0: for me. <laughs> all right, that's... Will Anderson taking off the board now. Chicago at pick four. Um, I mean, do they trade down again?
1: Yeah, I think at this point. Someone I, wants Richardson. I think they do,
0: because you know what? We're looking at three teams here. We got the Detroit Lions, probably the least likely to draft a quarterback. But then again, are they content with golf? Or if they really fall in love with a guy like Richardson in that explosive offense, do they go with him? Looking at the Raiders, who we know need a quarterback. And then we're looking at the Panthers, who – Absolutely need a quarterback. And so I think the Panthers are going to try to jump to get Richardson. He's been linked to that team a little bit as well. Um, Where are the Panthers? Now, when we think about what options are there um, for what the Bears could get, they'd obviously trade down to pick nine. Um, And this is interesting because this is five spots. So each time you trade down for more spots, you can get better value. Uh, it's just the way it works. So I think they're at least getting a 2024 first. Mm-hmm. It could be a great pick. I think they're getting 39. And could they be getting a 2024 second as well?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I, I, I think that's what it's going to be.
1: I mean, that is a huge jump. So,
0: yeah. I mean, heck, maybe you would even get 2025 first
1: instead of that second?
0: Instead of that second.
1: I could see that as well.
0: All right, let's force it through because we're not actually running through a second round here. But Carolina trades with the Bears again. Bears trade down for the third time in the draft. Amazing work by Ryan Poles. Uh, <laughs> Carolina on the clock. Richardson to me is their guy. Freak athlete. Yep. Um, his his athlete score was the highest we've seen at the position like ever. Uh very raw prospect, issues with with accuracy only through 55% completion percentage in his last year at Florida, but he's a raw prospect. And I think Carolina needs someone who, um, I mean, they had Baker, they've had Darnold. They need someone who they can put all the eggs in one basket. And then this is a guy to do it with
1: the next cam Newton, maybe,
0: maybe (laughs) now we got the Seahawks on the clock. Um, a lot of great options here because we had all those quarterbacks go off the board. Uh, I can definitely see him. Just maybe Jalen Carter. Uh, depends on, on on his legal issues. I mean, do we feel comfortable? Because if, if he's on the board, they'll draft Jalen Carter. Or if he's if he's draftable, I think you have to draft him, right?
1: Yeah, but I, we have seen you know people fall out of the the top for less, like Laramie Tunzel. Uh, yeah, with the bong. True. Um, I think, though, like if he has no legal troubles, if he's telling the truth or whatever, um, certainly the best option available. I mean, it's really dependent.
0: Uh, I kind of want to draft him there just because it's a fairly easy mock and and we don't really know what to do with him. Yeah, I'm done with that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to draft Jalen Carter there. Detroit Lions on the clock. We know they need cornerback. Yep. All the talk has been about what cornerback is Detroit going to get. Uh, but I also think that they could look at um, a defensive lineman or an edge rusher if they really like him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of these guys on the board, I think Lucas Van Ness is a guy who has moved up a lot um, due to the combine. Uh, I mean, look at a guy like Brian Brissi, who I believe we mocked to Detroit at a later pick in the last mock. Uh, Nolan Smith, he had a great combine, but again, I, I think here they go cornerback and, Kristen Gonzalez to me was one of the biggest risers from the draft combine ran Absolutely. very smooth and um, all the, the field work. He was great, great on tape. He's got size, speed, ball skills. I think Gonzalez is the best cornerback. Um, and I think you'd really fit what Detroit wants to do.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, four, three, eight, 40 is incredible. 41.5 inch vertical is just ridiculous for a cornerback. He's got all the athleticism. Yeah. I think between him and Joey Porter, I mean choose your cornerback, but Gonzalez is a great choice here.
0: So we'll get Gonzalez there. Now Oakland on the clock. Um this just feels just, like
1: Will Levis. Yeah, the no, they
0: really <laughs> lucked out because listen, they didn't have to trade up for their guy. I think their guy was Will Levis um all along. You know, he's got the explosive arm. Uh we all know how the Raiders like to to create big plays. Um, yep. Kind of surround him with speed and You know, with Devontae Adams kind of aging uh, but still producing at an elite level, I think you want to get a guy who can distribute the ball downfield. Um, I I mean, I I think Levis is good here. There's been a lot of talk about is he overrated? Um, He didn't have such a great season statistically last year at Kentucky. But, I mean, I believe he's the guy there. And I'm really starting to become more of a Will Levis fan the more I watch him. Had a great throwing session at the Combine. Um, and I think a lot of his problems in production in college came from the fact that he had a bad offensive line and just wasn't surrounded by that many weapons, which won't be the case in the NFL.
1: Yeah, definitely agree. I mean, I think he just belongs in a Raiders uniform. I don't know why. It just looks good.
0: He feels like a Raiders quarterback here. Definitely. <laughs> okay, now we got the Atlanta Falcons on the clock. Um, one thing to note here is that uh, they did say that they are not going to be pursuing Lamar Jackson in free agency, uh, which ridiculous is re- for, we could, this could be a whole episode talking about the Lamar Jackson situation, but uh, I don't believe they go pick a quarterback here just because at this point, unless they trade up, you really can't do much. Um, but there are really good players on the board. And one of those guys is Tyree Wilson, who I know is one of the more, Polarizing prospects in this draft. Um, amazing just size. He's 6'6, 275, um, 86 inch wingspan, which is ginormous. Um, he didn't test at the combine, so there are some concerns there, but uh he's he's a very smooth prospect. Now he isn't the most polished and he didn't have the best production in the Big 12, which is concerning to some, but he has the frame needed. Um, I believe he's good against the run. Uh, his pass rush could use work. Uh, but he's, to me, is a great prospect. And I'm curious to see how he does testing-wise in his pro day. To me, that'll make a big difference.
1: Yep, yep, for sure.
0: But do we like that pick there? Or would we rather go with a guy like um, Kalijah Kansi, the defensive lineman out of Pitt who had an amazing combine?
1: Ooh. Uh, I, I think we still go Tyree Wilson here. I think he's consensus above maybe like, yeah, maybe like Nolan Smith, but nah, maybe that's even too rich.
0: No, I mean, I, I've heard Nolan Smith mocked here too, I and mean, we know how the Falcons love those Georgia guys. Um, yeah, I think we go Tyree Wilson here. Okay, it. I okay it. now we have uh Chicago on the clock.
1: Yeah, so Chicago, a, a very, uh, very wide, very a lot, of options here at number nine. Um, I've heard a lot of people wishing for JSN here at number nine, and I'm not sure if that's the best option. Um, you know, people point to the Burrow Chase combo, but that's not exactly what uh Justin Fields and JSN had. They only had you know like ten snaps together. Uh, I think that Chicago probably goes tackle here. There's a a, a great amount of great just tackles in this draft class and I think Chicago needs to pick one up to fortify their offensive line so I think a great pick here would be uh, Paris Johnson out of Ohio State Um, you know someone to set up their offensive line for the future protect their quarterback of the future and Justin Fields um, just generally a great pick
0: you know I agree and and I actually read recently um, that I believe Paris Johnson um, has interviewed with three teams So far, it's like the Bears, Eagles, um, Steelers. And, again, Paris Johnson, they need offensive line help. Um, Have heard that they can go out in free agency and get a guy. But, I mean, it's always better to draft a stud in the draft. Um, But I could see Jackson Smith and Jigba being the option here, giving uh, Justin Fields some help. So either of those guys I think would be really solid options. But I agree with you, Paris Johnson – has probably the most athletic upside as a tackle in this draft. Um, I think he's slightly overrated uh, af- after kind of kind of watching his film a little bit more. Um, still needs a lot more work in terms of kind of cleaning up his technique. Um, there were situations where he wasn't the best in pass protection, but great athlete, great prospect. I'm definitely okay with him beefing up the O-line here. Yeah. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is a pick where, I mean, there's no consensus. Um, they can go a lot of different ways here. I think personally, people aren't talking about this, but I think they could trade down from this pick. Um, now, this seems to be a place where we've seen in the past few drafts with how much wide receiver is being valued. And I think if the Bears go wide receiver at nine, I think another team gets a little bit nervous and really wants to get they're a top wide receiver, whether that's Quinton Johnson, uh, whether that's I mean, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. I think a team could get really antsy and, and try to draft, try to trade up, trade up to get him. And again, the Eagles, if I were the Eagles, I would trade down for this pick. Because I still mm-hmm. think a lot of the great players are available. Um, and you're not pressing for any position here. So without them trading it, uh, I mean, they could go wide receiver. Um, just just kind of give Jalen Hurts more help. I think personally they want to go defensive line here. Um, Javon Hargraves is a free agent, uh, probably going to leave the Eagles. And I think Elijah Kansi, the defensive lineman, uh, defensive tackle out of Pitt, is one of the best players in this draft. Um, tested extremely well at the combine for his size. I believe he only clocked in at or weighed in at 280, if I'm correct, which is – on the smaller size side for, for a three technique. Um, But at the same time, he's got an elite athleticism, great player on tape. And I think he kind of fills a hole that the Eagles might have after free agency.
1: Yeah. I like that pick for sure. Um, I see a lot of people mocking a wide receiver to the Eagles, but I'm not sure they've got like, they've got Devonta Smith, obviously AJ Brown, Ah, uh, Dallas Goddard. It seems like they have a ton of weapons for hurts already. Um, so I think that fortifying the defensive side is probably a better option. I've also seen Bijan to the Eagles. I don't know. Might be too high to take him, but obviously he's like a top five talent in this class. So
0: yeah, I know if Jack was on here, he would really want Bijan to the Eagles. I just I don't, I don't see it. Ah, uh, I don't think that. I think that would sort of be a waste of a pick, in my opinion. When you have a guy like Cansey on the board. Um, who can really help fortify your defense, kind of keep it at that Super Bowl level? Next up, the Titans on the clock. Now, some some news with the Titans. Derek Henry is being shopped around for possible trade situations. And you know, we talked about Bijan. I mean, could the Titans be a landing spot with him? Um, the old maybe trade away the vet and just reload with the younger guy on a on a rookie contract.
1: That would be insane. Um, and it Damn. seems like it's a variation of what they tried to do last year with AJ Brown, which uh failed miserably. But yeah, I could uh I could I could see them maybe going after Bijan. I think they have more pressing needs though. Um for sure. I guess like with their offensive line, um they definitely need some wide receiver help. I think they have like one solid receiver in Traylon Brooks, but nothing really past that.
0: Yeah. So I, I think in Jigba would be a really solid pick here. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, and he's on the board. He's my number one wide receiver in the draft class by a pretty solid margin. Uh, and the Titans really need pass catchers. Like they're they're in dire. Like they they have a very good team. Like they have a playoff caliber team in a weak AFC South. They just after trading AJ Brown, they have nothing vertically. And so I'm definitely okay with them taking a jigbo right here. I like that. Now we have the Texans on the clock. And I think they're gonna be very upset that Njigbo went before them um because they're obviously also in the need for wide receivers, but they could do a, they could do a couple of things here. Now I see Lucas Van Ness is still on the board and um he's been rising up a lot. I've heard that he's maybe going to be a top 10 pick lock. Um he's risen off draft boards that much. Um big edge rusher out of Iowa, tested really well. Um, I think this could be a very good pick for the Texans here.
1: Yeah, I, want, I like yeah, that. I want to
0: hear other opinions as well.
1: For sure. Uh obviously you'd like a wide receiver. Uh when your wide receiver one is Brandon Cooks and he's unhappy with his playing time, and your second is Nico Collins. Um, you know, like what are you really doing? You want like a true alpha. So I think Quentin Johnston could also be a, a great pick here. Um, sort of how like the the Bengals set up Joe Burrow with T Higgins, um getting that quarterback to wide receiver connection in the first season is definitely something that teams should be valuing more often. Um. So Quentin Johnson and uh Bryce Young would would definitely be a great combination here.
0: Okay. So I guess few ways, few few different ways they can go. I, I think, uh, me personally, I just don't have Johnston rated that highly. Um, I don't have a top fifteen grade on him, so I I wouldn't feel comfortable drafting him in that range. But I definitely see what you're saying, and honestly, the more I think about it, I think that's what the Texans are going to do. Kind of get that connection a little bit more, so um, definitely cool mocking Quentin Johnson to the Texans here at twelve.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's a great prospect either, but I think it's it's something teams want to do.
0: Now the New York Jets are on the clock. Um, other news, they've been linked heavily to Aaron Rodgers out of free agency. We'll see if Rodgers retires or go to the, goes to the Jets or stays in Green Bay. Um, I think for the sake of this, we could pretend like maybe Rodgers is on the Jets. Because uh, I do think that will change what they do in the draft. And, I mean, I think if Rodgers goes to the Jets, um, that offense would be pretty stellar with Brees Hall. They have wide receivers. They got weapons there. Uh, I could definitely see him going defense here. And if you look at the defensive prospects, there's still a lot of good ones on the board. Again, Lucas Van I think he's too good to pass up at this spot. Um, because you know the Patriots would love to draft him after them a 14. <laughs> <laughs> I but, wonder
1: why. Uh, but yeah, L- Lucas Vendez is a is a great option here. He's he's a uh, Hercules, right? Performed great at the combine. Yeah. I, I love that pick.
0: Nice. Patriots are on the clock. Um, we originally mocked Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama there, but he tested very poorly at the combine. Was was honestly very disappointed in in, in the way he tested. Again, he was never supposed to be the most athletic guy. He was just a smart nickelback. But I don't, I don't think you draft a nickel corner this high um, unless they are straight locked down. I don't, I don't really know if that's Brian Branch here. I like Peter Skaransky. Um, tackle on Northwestern, uh, very short wingspan. So many people assume he's just going to move inside as a guard, but that's great because the Patriots also need a guard. So. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, You can go a few different ways here. I like Skronsky. You can also see him going Devin Witherspoon just because he's the best player available. We've seen the Patriots just take best player available. Um, Yeah, I mean, we've
1: also seen the Patriots just pick some random guy that uh, no one was expecting. But I I like the the Skronsky pick for sure. Just fortifying that offensive line.
0: Green Bay on the clock. Now this pick has been um, Michael Mayer out of tight end on Notre Dame for so long. Uh, I think every every draft has him there, but I think this is someone else. I think this is Nolan Smith, edge rusher out of Georgia. Uh, the Packers' defense has been really elite, uh, not talked about enough recently, but they do have a lot of players who might not be in their long-term plans. I think if you put Smith across him Rashawn Gary, you can have a really scary edge-rushing duo. Um, Nolan Smith, I mean, he ran a 4-3-9. I mean, measured in at, I think, 6-6 or 6'3", 235. Um, great prospect. I mean, Green Bay loves drafting Georgia defensive linemen. <laughs> we know that. So I, I think this is Nolan Smith, but I can also see him going Michael Mayer. You also see him going Will McDonald if they want another edge rusher, if they like better. It can go a lot of different ways here, um, but to me, that would be the pick.
1: Yep, I like that too. Um, and, and beyond Mayer, I think there's a lot of great tight end prospects. Yeah. You know, Darnell Washington flying up the boards. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of options.
0: We have the Washington Commanders on the clock. Um, not quite sure what they could do here. <laughs> I mean, they need a lot of, of just, just athletes in general. Uh, now, one guy who I've heard is going to rise up a lot of draft boards um, is Anton Harrison, uh tackle out of Oklahoma. Uh, heard from a few sources that I mean, some teams have him as their number one tackle. And I think for him to to still be on the board this late is something that would be a great pickup. Again, Devin Witherspoon is still on the board as well. So I'm okay with either of those guys. What is your opinion on this?
1: Um, yeah, I think, I mean, the commanders, they, they need a ton of help, right? Um, and I think just getting like a tackle is just, is for sure a good option, especially one in Anton Harrison. Four nine eight forty is really fast for that large of a man. Um, really great to see his athleticism. So I like the Anton Harrison pick.
0: Steelers on the clock. Um, they really need a tackle, but I think they could also go cornerback. And yeah. I feel like this is one of those stories where they end up drafting Joey Porter Jr. And you see like the draft day. It's like, oh, his dad played the Steelers. <laughs> to me, this would work out too perfectly.
1: Yeah, I they like that. Still on the board. That legacy pick.
0: Yeah, a legacy pick. We've seen that happen before too. So. We got Joey Porter going there and uh, Detroit Lions at pick number 18. This is Gabby Witherspoon. Or no, wait, they drafted Gonzalez in the first. So wait, this won't be a quarterback. Um I think I mean, this at is this point be defensive line, either Murphy or Bursi. Uh Will McDonald, they can go with um Felix and Odik Uzama. Could be someone they go with Bijo Jolari, I love, man, there are a lot of good prospects in this draft. Um, Jack think, Campbell, they can go with.
1: I've heard a lot of noise about Bijan to the Lions. Um, Bijan to the Lions, maybe at this point where there's not a clear number one guy, not, not a clear best player available that they can get, they just take Bijan and create an insane offense with ridiculous speed and elusiveness. I think that that would be an. A great strategy.
0: You know what? Let's run it. Let's put B, let's, yeah, let's move Bijan to the Lions. I like it. I like it a lot too. Now, Tampa Bay on the clock. Um, need a few things here. They really need a guard. And I think this is where we might see our first interior offensive lineman off the board. Osiris Torrance out of Florida, originally played at, I believe, um Georgia Southern. No. Somewhere in the sun belt. But he was amazing in the SEC. Uh, I mean, one of the best guard prospects we've seen in recent years. Tested very well. Great footwork, great strength. Can play center as well. I I think this is a good pick here. And this is probably right around where he's going to be mocked.
1: Yeah, I like that. Buccaneers have a ton of holes.
0: Yep. Uh, We got Seattle on the clock once again. Um, I think Miles Murphy has dropped too much. Now, who did they – so we have to draft Jalen Carter. Yeah, I think this is Miles Murphy. Get some help on the edge. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a great – that's such a Seahawks draft. Basically, just, just having their picks, drafting the best player available, um, and having two amazing athletes join their defense. Mm-hmm. Now we have the Chargers on the clock, and I think they go wide receiver here. Um, this is where it gets really difficult because – We still have guys like Zay Flowers on the board, who I think had a very underrated combine, but isn't at the level of Njigba. We have Jordan Addison, who weighed in really small. Um, A lot of questions about whether he can hold up and and beat man coverage in the NFL. Josh Downs, also size problems. Uh, But then there are also just, just some solid players still left on the board. To me, uh, Devin Witherspoon has fallen way too much. And if a team hasn't traded up by now to get him, uh, he's going to be off the board at this pick. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with the Chargers just drafting Witherspoon.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm cool with that as well. I think in the real draft, they're definitely going to take a receiver. But in this case, Devin Witherspoon definitely has fallen too far.
0: Yeah, Baltimore Ravens on the clock. Um, the team that is disrespecting Lamar Jackson. Um And, we, I mean, we know how much the Ravens love cornerbacks. I feel like if they had three picks in the first round, they'd run with three cornerbacks. It's just a part of who they are. I don't think they go wide receiver here, Uh, even though it's definitely a glaring issue. Uh, One guy I really like who had an amazing combine, Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Believe ran the second fastest combine. Um, Very good. That's, that, that's my scouting point on him, but uh, another guy, Emmanuel Forbes is another cornerback who is a little bit undersized, but has been rising up draft boards, great athleticism as well. Do you think they go cornerback here or or somewhere, or do they grab a wide receiver, go a completely different direction?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely between corner and receiver. Uh, I'd lean towards receiver. Um, I mean, they just need help in that area for sure. And they've needed help for the past like 10 years, but I could totally see them going Deontay Banks too. Yeah, it seems like a very like Ravens like defend the house type pick. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> I I think it's this is so bad. I think they pick Banks because I don't think these teams have Flowers or Addison that highly ranked, and that's what I'm trying to say. And I know that the positional value like these wide receivers have more value because once they get to free agency or once they get to their second contract, they're super expensive to keep. But at the same time, like, I don't think this is a very strong wide receiver class in general. And so I definitely see a situation where you have Johnston go, you have Njigba go, um, and then you have a little bit of a waiting game. And maybe there's a run on wide receivers with teams trading up to, to get their guy. But in this case, I guess we're projecting that doesn't happen. So I I think it's Banks or cornerback. And I, I just love the Ravens not drafting wide receiver. <laughs> Perfect. Now we got the Minnesota Vikings on the clock. A uh, few options they can go with. I really like Will McDonald out of Iowa State. Um, they would bolster up the defensive line. Uh, definitely see this as a solid pick for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that.
0: If the Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock, uh, they need a bunch of different <laughs> pieces here, but uh, they're surprisingly – Uh, kind of building. They have a great young core uh, with with Trevor Lawrence, ETN, solid defense. I think this is another defensive pick. Uh, Just looking on the board, there's a lot of great players still available. Um, I think, ooh, this is really tough. There's still a lot of great players. I like, I mean, maybe this is Brissy or Brian Branch. Uh, This could also be I like BJ O'Dellari a ton out of LSU. Um, I think some teams really gonna like him. Like I'll see Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State and that kind of address their defensive back need as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, ton of great options. I think they probably address the line or the off like offensive line or defensive line. Whether that be, you know, Brian Brisi. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I think Percy is a good pick here. He's he's fallen quite a bit.
0: Let's go Brian Burcide, the defensive tackle out of Clemson. We got New York Giants on the clock. I think this is wide receiver here. Um, my favorite prospect, one of my favorite prospects in the draft, Say Flowers, is I mean, he's just just a, a professional when you put him on film. Um great player, can run routes from all different uh, parts of the offense, can operate in the slot, can operate outside at 5'10, 172. A little bit small um, and also a little bit old, but he had great production in college. Tested very well at the Combine. I like this pick. I'm really fading Jordan Addison. Uh, I, I'm very scared about how he's going to hold up in press man coverage. I think he's honestly even too small to play. So I guess if he goes yeah. off, then you can, you can clip this. But, I mean, I, I'm not buying Addison. Personally,
1: yeah, I mean, I I like Zay Flowers here too. Um, you know, before the combine went up to 183, so put on 10 pounds and still ran a 442, which is faster than Addison, so has those athletic intangibles. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't just write off Addison. I mean, obviously, he won the uh, the Blitnikoff, and he's got a ton of talent, um, route running and, and otherwise.
0: Yeah, uh, now Dallas Cowboys on the clock. Um, go go a few different ways here. I like Otolari. I think he'd be a great pick. Um, Kind of pair him with Micah Parsons. Kind of bolster up that defense. He can – I mean, he might be a little bit undersized Um, when you look at uh, as like a pure like defensive end in a 4-3 system. But they could also use him kind of as a linebacker. I would personally really like to see him on, on the Cowboys. I think he'd be a great fit. But there are also a lot of really good prospects still on the board
1: yeah I mean there's definitely a ton I think do you think Brian Branch falls this far? I, think I mean I know teams, he tested pretty yeah bad.
0: no i I think he was a guy who teams really were interested in seeing what he can do because he he needs to be in a very specific system. um like he needs to be in a system that's going to utilize a nickel cornerback um slash safety in that hybrid role um because he's someone you can match up on a tight end. Uh, But I think teams might be scared by the fact that he's not an athletic monster. Um, his size isn't great. I mean, he's a solid hitter, very physical player, smart player. I just don't know if a team doesn't have a plan for him if they're going to want to spend that high draft capital.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: But, I mean, they could definitely draft Branch here. Like The Cowboys would be a team who would pair him maybe with um, Trevon Diggs uh, kind of have a, a little bit of like an all or nothing defensive backfield. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like that. And then we know Jerry Jones love, loves Alabama guys. so Okay. Yeah. Let's mark him there. Now Buffalo Bills on the clock uh, could go a few different ways here. I still like Broderick Jones to tackle out of Georgia and Dewan Jones tackle out of Ohio State. I just might be too far for them in general.
1: Yeah, I like that too. I mean, yeah, yeah I like Broderick too. Uh, Dewan, obviously, you know, a tank, a physical marvel, but uh, Broderick's probably better at this point.
0: Oh, I, I would, I would say the opposite. I think they would go oh. with Dewand here. Um, okay. I think Dewan Jones goes higher in the draft than Broderick Jones. That's my hot take. Interesting. Um, amazing size, tested fairly well for his size at the combine pretty raw prospect but he's honestly not that bad like compared to the other tackles who we've mocked beforehand i think he's right up there with those guys
1: okay yeah i don't mind that at all nice
0: almost at the end of the first round we got the bangles up on the clock they also need a tackle i think this is broderick jones i mean yep. maybe this just go the opposite i think they want duan jones uh like that might be their preference in that position but Obviously, we just mocked him to the to the Bills to take him. So we got the Saints on the clock. Um, they just ended up uh, signing Derek Carr. Um, in that case, I think they might want to get him some offensive help. Um, they do have a hole at tight end, I believe. Was it Juwan Johnson's the guy there right now?
1: Yep. I mean, they do have Taysom Hill, but
0: yeah, but I, I don't I don't think he's an actual tight end. Uh, we saw what Derek Carr could do with Darren Waller. In Oakland, I think Michael Mayer. This is this is probably where he should go. I like that. Now we got the Super Bowl uh, runner-ups, Eagles on the clock once again, um, and they luck out just completely because there's still Jordan Addison on the on the on the board here. I mean, he's gonna be gone by this point. I just didn't like him, so we just didn't mock him anywhere. But if he's yeah. on the board, like the Eagles will draft him. So last pick, we got the. Kansas City Chiefs um, go a few different ways here. I think they go – I mean, I love B.J. Jolari. I love Josh Downs. Uh, I like Cam Smith, Manuel Forbes, Jack Campbell. A lot of good players here. Um, I mean, do they go Jameer Gibbs?
1: That would be insane for that offense. Yeah.
0: That'd be pretty nuts, right? That'll be fun. I want to. I'm wondering. There. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, that's fair.
0: Well, no, what were you gonna say?
1: I was gonna say, uh, maybe Dalton Kincaid. I mean, mm. Travis Kelsey's getting pretty old. Um, find a replacement for him, but they've also got like Noah Gray. Yeah. Um, so I, I like I like Jimmy Gives. That'd be an electric offense.
0: Nice. Put him there. And there it is, guys. The 1.01 uh after whistle sports mock draft. Definitely a lot of fun very excited for the real draft coming up. Maybe we'll do another episode where we'll, we'll discuss some news and such, but yeah, Derek, thanks for joining. This was really cool um, experiment. I mean, honestly, we're probably can get these all wrong, but that's the fun of it. Again, stay tuned for later this month. We'll be doing our official after whistle sports, March madness bracket challenge. Um, probably the most fun episode we do every year. Last year, we had a very good bracket. So if you want to win your league, you know where to find us. But uh, check out our Twitter if you haven't already. We post a lot of content on there, at After Whistle Sports. And, yeah, thanks for listening.
1: All right, take care.